Welcome, everyone, to the We Believe podcast. Joining me today is Brother Mark. Glad to be here. Just excited to launch this new series, uh, another series of our podcast, Stories from the Pew. And we have a Brother Scott Green with us today. Super glad to be here. <laughs> this is Stories from the Pew. Brother Scott, I think let's just start off. Um, you're a military guy. Yes, uh, I was. You yeah, were. I was. Yeah. Well, you still are. I mean, it's, <laughs> but uh, retired from the Air Force. Thank you for your service, brother. Thank you. Thank you. You as well. Um, so let's let's talk. Let's take it back to you know when you first got saved. Was that did that happen when you were in the service or was it before? Or? No, it actually. Uh, so I was I was 13 years old uh, when I was saved. Yeah. Um, grew up in a pretty uh, pretty good household, church going household. Uh, parents were uh, very uh, faithful to church services, and uh, I, I remember the Sunday. There, there are times I look back on it and go, "Wow, I actually I took that walk." Yeah. Um, the church that we went to was a little bit larger church, so when there was an invitation, it was quite the walk from your pew. And, and, and the way they did it at that church was, you went up and you spoke to the pastor. The pastor would come down. Yeah. And um, and so I remember being uh, like super scared but super joyful at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Um, because, uh, again, I, I, I was very familiar with church and Christianity, but I knew that I was now taking that next step. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great, great moment in my life. The challenge, though, that I had was that... Uh, by the time I got to high school, my life had kind of taken a different direction. Yeah. Um, and, and you know how it is. The, the older you get, the more influences you have. So um, I, I use this story. You know, when you're a child, you know, your, your peers are like your brothers and sisters, your cousins, maybe your next door neighbor. <clears throat> you go to elementary school, all of a sudden you got friends from all over the place, junior high, even bigger territory. And then by the time high school rolls around, you're hanging out with kids from all over the city. So, yeah. um, so for me, uh, that first couple of years, um, I, I was, you know, pretty faithful to church. But then when I got working age, and uh, one of the jobs that I had, I worked catering. Um, and so, if you ever worked in that industry, hospitality industry, the hours aren't always the best, right? So I worked right. evenings, and a lot of times it was Saturday nights till Sunday mornings, and. Uh, so that's when I really started missing a lot of church, yeah. um, and it just wasn't really living the life that I should have been living. What impact do you think that had? Um, you, your family's been here at Heritage Baptist Church for how long? Uh, I don't know, about four years now, four years. three years, yeah. And, and for our listeners, um, Brother Scott and his wife, uh, Miss Maria, are actually teachers here at, mm -hmm. for Sunday school. They teach uh, what we call the Navigators class, mm -hmm. and it's basically college age or you yes. know, early 20s. I'd say you know, we, college and career would be a good description of the class just a really great classroom to be in uh, a, a very important time in people's lives mm -hmm. you know young adults of course obviously on wednesday nights as well you guys have the the kids club we call it bible blazers the here. bible blazers that's right yeah and so but but what impact would you say that had on on your life being out of church and being such a young christian well i, I tell you what i um I've, I've always felt a like i never felt like i abandoned it because it, it was always something that was always tugging at me so even when I was out hanging out with the wrong crowds, doing things that I shouldn't have been doing, I always felt that, that kind of burden, that guilt, like, you know, 
I got to be careful with what I'm doing. Um, and so when I, I had friends that were doing some pretty, pretty bad stuff, and I was that one guy that just didn't ever cross that line. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and I have to uh, give that credit to God to keep me because, you know, I, when I graduated from high school, um, the opportunities were really go work in retail, go to, you know, Georgetown or Harvard, which I wasn't going, um, or go to jail. <laughs> yeah. And so I had friends that literally walked off the graduation stage and then two weeks later were getting locked up for stuff. I, I always kept my, to a point, kept myself from actually crossing that line of doing uh, certain things. Um, and so um, that's when I joined the military right out, right out of high school. So that foundation, uh, <laughs> you know, when you first got saved and you were going to church pretty actively, do you think that's uh, uh, affected maybe how you raise your kids today? Oh, 100%, 100%. And, and I'll tell you what, um, really the last few years, um, obviously, you know, since we started attending this church and getting more involved in the different ministries, um, as you know, um, if you're a parent, uh, kids are sponges, right? They, they, they yeah. see things. <laughs> That's they, right. They, they do exactly what you do. They'll say things exactly the way you say it. And so it was really important uh, for my wife, uh, Maria, and I to start realizing that, you know, we, we have to be setting the example for them and, and, and helping them understand uh, the right things to do and the right way to live. And most importantly, um, just having ministry with them in, in our house. I think too many people will put off the spiritual aspect and they expect it to be a Sunday school teacher or they expect it to be the, the pastor that, that can, you know, work those relationships in the household. And really the, the family is where it should start. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I was blessed to have good parents, uh, very uh, Bible-believing, saved parents, and, and, and I think that keyword that you used, Mark, for me was foundation. So even though I strayed away from it uh, for several years, I still had that foundation that I could that I could come back to. Scott, you're a living example of train up a child in the way you should go. When yeah. he's an old, he'll not depart from it. I'm not saying you're old. Yeah, well. You're older. I'm older. Are you, old, yes. are you oldest in this group here? I, I absolutely am. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not calling you out. It's okay. <laughs> Where you are now in, the, in your family, and like you said, you guys are very active in many ministries here. And Brother Mark and I talked about this here recently. A as time goes on and you get more involved, it, it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming. Mm -mm. It, it feels like this is what I should be doing. Yes, yes. I'll I tell you what, my life a uh, few years ago was completely different than, than the way it is now. Yeah. And, 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 and I think it's like that for a lot of new Christians and not saying that I was a new Christian but when you like the, the class you know that, that we lead that ministry they lead the career in college they're at that age a lot of them are where they feel like they're giving up something in order to be a Christian sure um, they're used to going out on Friday nights and Saturday nights they're used to hanging out with these people and doing these activities and for a lot of years that was that was my lifestyle and it was always like I don't have time to, to get up early to go to church you know, because, yeah. you know, I, I was out too late last night. Uh, but I tell you, the more that my wife and I uh, participate in, in our church and, and get involved in different ministries, I don't miss any of that stuff. Amen. I yeah. don't miss any of that stuff. And there used to be a time <clears throat> a lot younger in my life um, where, and, and it was like that in a lot, of, a lot of people in our church, where we're staring at the, the watch at 12 o'clock because we know football's coming on. 
And it was like, Pastor, wrap it up, you know. And since we've been here, and, and, and I think a, a lot of it has to do with the, the type of church that we are too, but you, you'll notice, and, and Mark, you'll notice too, some of us will be here 9 o'clock, well, well before Sunday school starts, church ends at noon, and we're still here till 1.30, 2 o'clock, socializing and fellowshipping. I'm listening to you give your testimony, and, and a lot of times when we come to church, we kind of get just uh, an outside view. We mm-hmm. don't really get to know people on a deeper level, and, and the more I, I hear your your testimony, it, it makes sense why God has used you and your wife in the Navigators class. Being able to teach the kids that you're teaching that age range, uh, that there's really nothing in the world for them, that a life for God, do you think that that has helped you uh, in some ways? Oh, yeah, I, absolutely, because I experienced it. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I went through it. And, um, and so my, my trade outside of church is uh, professional development and, and training and, and those type of things. So, yeah. um, and, and I worked a lot of years with that age group, even when I was in the military. And so I know what they go through because uh, I've been through what they go through, but I've also studied it as well. That the college and career age participants in our, in our class are, they're struggling with trying to figure themselves out, trying to manage school, manage careers. And sometimes those things take priority over their walk with Christ. I'm living proof that if you put Christ first, I, I'm telling you, every single time when I, I really make Christ the priority, whatever challenges I'm having at work, with school, those things work themselves out uh, because the Bible tells me exactly what I need to do to handle those situations. Yeah. Um, so the, when we talked about kids and stuff like that, so what I'm try- really trying to do, especially with my own kids, is help them understand the influence the Bible should have over everything else. I think that's where you find somebody in their 20s, mm-hmm. you know, you, you should have all this time. Like you're not raising kids yet. It's just <laughs> it's just you. Navigators class is a great name because right. you are you are navigating all the different angles of life and figuring out which direction I'm going. I mean, the choices you make right now at that age can really determine a lot of the path of your life of sure. where it's going. Sure. Yeah, but, and I was yeah. going to say especially if you don't have the foundation. That's right. to begin with. And, and so what I love is and we have we have folks in our class that have been Christian since they were four years old. Right. They, they've been saved. And so but what I love is when we get that new Christian in the class, maybe they were saved two weeks ago. Yeah. And they're trying to figure this out. And, and so they they're again, they're knee deep in learning how to be a Christian. They're learning their Bible. They're learning their relationship with Christ. But at the same time, they're dealing with all these outside influences that they had two or three weeks ago. You know, the friends that they used to associate with, the activities they used to participate in, that's still really new to them. Um, whereas, you know, us, we're old, we got kids. Like, I'm not out here to impress my next door neighbor. Yeah. Right? You know, it's, I'd rather be at church fellowshipping with you guys than hamming it up with, you know, the guy down the street. Whereas they still have that influence where they, they, they want to, they may still want to impress friends. It's, it's, it's a fun class to just kind of break down what the Bible says about how to manage those things. And like I say, I, <clears throat> I've been in professional development for years and years and years. All the different philosophies and, and things that I've studied, there's, there's some New York Times bestsellers out there that are hot off the shelf. And I'm going, yeah, but what they're talking about was written 2000 years ago. Yeah, right. You know, so, yeah. oh, you should do this. You should live this way. You should handle this situation this way. And I'm like, yeah, it's in the Bible. I can pull up a verse that already tells you how to do that. It's very relevant. The Bible is super relevant to that age group, even though we're in 2020 and 
some of those, some people that age think the Bible is irrelevant, but if they really learn it and study it, not just memorize verses, but really meditate on it and pray on it, they'll find that uh, it really is a the source for how to live their life and navigate uh, any situation. So for our listeners, uh, what what specific age range do you teach? <clears throat> well, we don't really set an age range for the navigators. It's it's really, if, if I had to, I would, I would say probably about 18 to 30, and, and usually singles. Um, right. Because <clears throat> we do have other, our, you know, we have great uh, Sunday school classes ages 20 to 40 that uh, Pastor Che teaches, but uh, usually about 18 to 30 singles. You know, something that you brought up about seeking the Lord first and putting mm-hmm. putting Christ first, I kind of changed my life verse at, at one point. I'm married and I've got a family. Matthew 6.33, mm-hmm. seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Living that out and allowing your kids to see that it's it's putting your faith in motion. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important for every generation. But what I really am amazed about what has happened recently, especially during all this craziness that's going on, mm-hmm. and and there's been lockdowns and there's been uh, you know quarantines and different things. You look at some of the folks that have recently joined our church; they're all yes. in that early twenties. Because look, everybody is searching. Sure. So that to me is is just. You know, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. The, the world wants you to feel like you should be impressed by the world. You know, like uh, people compare clothes. They compare the vehicles. They compare salaries. They, you know, they're always trying to compare what other people have and what other people are doing. But the challenge is that none of that is as satisfying. At the end of the day, none of that satisfies you like being saved and knowing that this world is just temporary. We, we go through so many, like you said, gloom and doom. That's, that's what's, what's out there. And, and we, we, the Bible says the world is going to be gloom and doom. The world is going to attack you. The world is going to ridicule you. And when you know that you're being attacked for the right reasons, there's joy in that. And when you know that at the end of this life, you, you can't beat what you're going to get. You, you get to be in heaven. You get to walk with Christ. I think a, a lot of folks in that age group, that, that 18 to 30s age group, they're still dealing with the pressure of their friends. So like you said, recently we've had several several people in that age group join our church, get yeah. baptized, get saved, and it's a good feeling. It's a great feeling to know that there's uh, almost like a youthful movement in our church. Right. And we're an old school church. I mean, we're we're not a, you know. That's right. We're, we're, you know, straight from the Bible, straight from the songbook. There's no lyrics on a screen. I mean, there's no smoke and lasers. It's no air guitar. No air guitar. We're a very... Uh, you know, heritage is a perfect name for the church. That's right. Just because that's the way we worship doesn't mean we can't enjoy ourselves. Oh, right. It doesn't yeah. mean that there's no energy here. And so it, it I love it, especially uh, with our teen girls. I always see the teen girls going up to the senior saints and having conversations and asking questions. And I'm like, yeah, you can't beat it. You know, there used, you know, some places I've been, churches I've been, there's cliques. These folks hang out with these folks, but you—if you come to our church, you will see everybody coming together. Yeah, I can second that. Having been to many churches in my life, you don't see a lot of uh, Sunday school classes for this specific college mm-hmm. and career class age range, and uh, even teenagers nowadays, you just don't see the classes for them. So for them to know that they have uh, somewhere that they can come and, and be told the truth and and straight from the Bible, it, it's an exciting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in our church, we have a very unique church where we have 
a very wide age range. Sure. I've been to a lot of churches where you just don't see youth. Right. So it's an exciting thing. It's been exciting to see we've had a lot of new members join that are right in that that age range. I know we haven't put a specific number on it, but it's <laughs> right. exciting yeah. to see um, as they grow. I'm encouraged by your class, especially as a father with two teenagers that are getting They'll be there. closer to that adulthood yeah. range, you know, so exciting. Yeah. Scott, I see you guys and your, your kids, you know, every Saturday, whether it's soul winning or, or, or being involved, why is that important to you to, you know, to make sure you're, you're doing those things and your, your kids are there and, and they're involved? A few reasons. First one, it's, it's leading by example. You know, as, as the father, as the head of the house, I'm supposed to lead the example uh, for, you know, the Christian lifestyle. If I'm expecting them to get up in the morning to do it, I better be doing it as well, right? The other thing, too, is um, I've seen what's out there. I have a 13-year-old. It's 13-year-old, it's yep. middle school, yep. so many other influences out there. They're, you know, we, we don't spend our entire Saturday praying and reading the Bible, you know, but we're sure. going to make Christ the first thing that we do. So if that means getting up and coming early on, on a Saturday to go soul winning, I'm going to get them out here to do that. I want them to make sure that that's, that's where their priority should be. It sets the tone for the day, too. I mean, how many times have we gone soul winning and we're knocking on doors? And sometimes people answer, sometimes they don't. But when we get back on that bus, everyone's cheerful, everyone's joyful. You feel like you're actually um, applying what's in the Bible. And, and, and so that takes me to my other point is application. I can teach my kids things all day. I can tell them things all day, but we have to actually put it into practice. Right. And so obviously getting saved is step one. Getting baptized, you could say, is step two. But now reaching souls is step three. And if my kids are Christians, I want them to understand that they have a responsibility as a Christian to be different than what the world expects of them and to actually go out and apply what the Bible teaches us. While we're uh, on the topic of kids, if I remember correctly, your eldest was called to preach, wasn't he? Yeah. (laughs) That uh, took us all for for a little bit of a shock. He he was at a youth conference uh, a couple months back, and uh, I I guess he felt the Holy Spirit and and was really uh, um, in tune with what was going on, and he came back, and I didn't even know about it. when he made the announcement at church. So you found out when we all found out. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I was in the hallway doing security, oh, so yeah. I didn't even hear the announcement. Right. It was my wife came walking out with this look on her face, and I'm like, what's up? She's like, did you hear? I'm like, no, I couldn't really hear the. <laughs> and she said, uh, yeah, Ethan said he was called to preach. So wow, it's good. Now we're picking out Bible colleges, and we're doing the hey, research that's on exciting. that. So. That's that is. exciting. <laughs> I can definitely tell a difference uh, in in both of your sons just having the opportunity in junior church to teach them both Mm -hmm. there's some growth there oh yes that obviously starts at home so that's a good thing yeah they are i I, and i'm blessed because i know myself at 13 years old when i was saved yeah come on a lot different than ethan at 13 years old my parents had to drag me out of the house to go to church my parents like soul winning door knocking i don't want to do that Uh, but they go they go joyfully they go and, and i and i I think it's because they really understand um, what's expected of them as Christians. So Scott, my question would be, what would you want our listeners to know about Heritage Baptist Church in particular, whether they're, maybe there's a family that's looking for a place to come to church or, or someone that might come to your class, you know, as a 18 to 20s, even 30, you know, singles or young Christian, 
what would be one thing you'd want them to, or a couple things you'd want them to know about Heritage Baptist Church in your experience? A couple things. Well, well one, um, I'm telling you, there's definitely a, an energy in this church that, that I, f- I feel is, is it's really because you have a lot of committed, faithful Christians who we don't che- we're not check-the-box Christians, so to speak. Our, we don't feel like we should come to church on Sunday, check the box, go home, we're good. Um, we actually, uh, we're, we're biblically based. So every message you hear, whether it's from our pastor or our guest pastor, I mean, it's, it's coming straight from the Bible, but it's, they're uplifting, but they're also challenging. So we're not always going to hear exactly what we want to hear. And one of the reasons what I loved about this church when I first started coming here was I felt convicted every sermon. I, was, I sat there and yeah. I was like, man, Lord is talking to me right now. He's talking to me through this pastor. And I needed that in my life. And everyone needs that in their life. Everyone needs to, to be reminded of where we can be. And so that's one of the, th- those are the reasons I really, really fell in love with this church. We're, we're more traditional, but we're not stuffy. Right. You know, and, and I think that's what most people, they don't want to come to a traditional church because they don't want to feel that conviction. Right. They want to hear the feel good stuff. They want to hear the uplifting stuff, but they don't want to be challenged. Well, when you're challenged spiritually, it's immediately causing you to, to look mm-hmm. internally and find out what you need to change about yourself. Sure. Yeah. And there's there there is a big, you know, I would say contingency of people out there in today's day and age that they don't want God in their life mm-hmm. because then they got to answer to somebody. Right. Well, either way, they have to answer. Yeah, they will. Right. <laughs> so so whether it's today, tomorrow, 10, 20 years from now, they will answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and and our, our pastor and our church really does a good job of reminding folks of that. Um, so in essence, he's saying that this isn't, you're not going to hear some feel-goody message. No. But not, you're going to walk out feeling yeah. good. Why? Because, because you're you know be the challenged truth. and you yeah, know the you, truth. Yeah. You, know, you hear the truth. And, and Brother Mark, we've talked about this before with some of the churches that, uh, and, and, and I think I made the comment, I go, you don't, there's so much good stuff in the Bible. What's the point of trying to water it down? Yeah. yeah. You know, there's this, the, the Bible calls out sin. Our pastor is going to call out sin. But the Bible also talks about the glory of God and talks about the, the, the reward that comes from a walk with Christ. So our, our church is just, uh, it's been a blessing in my life. Um, it, it's been a blessing in my, in my wife's life, in my kid's life. Um, it's honestly, my in-laws come here. And we hug yeah. and we shake hands. And so if you can bring in-laws and, 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 and <laughs> son-in-laws together, I mean, what more can you ask for, right? Yeah. It's like what Pastor said recently going through Proverbs. You know, the beginning of all knowledge and wisdom is a fear of the Lord. Right. And what is that fear? It, it's a reverence. Mm-hmm. And what's one thing I know definitely this church has, has helped me understand is where's my real place in the world? And when you really get an understanding of that, it changes you. It changes your perspective, and then it helps it helps you change your heart. Sure. Well, I tell you, Brother Scott, I am extremely challenged and uh, blessed by you and your family. I thank you for taking time to come out and speak with us. We have a church full of members just like you that yes. challenge me, that encourage me. It's a great place, and God's working in Heritage Baptist Church. Amen. Well, it's been fun, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're able to get you appreciate on here. appreciate the invite. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, what is this? Uh, Stories, from, Stories the from the pew. Yeah, I like this. Oh, we're not sitting in pews right now. No. We're like in chairs. but. And I can't remember the last time I sat in a pew because I'm normally working somewhere as an usher or a... Yeah. We, or, we, or we keep Scott pretty busy <laughs> yeah. here at church. We, but it's fun It's because it's, right. it's you know you're, you're serving something very good. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as always. Scott, thanks again for joining us in Stories from the Pew, the first edition. Oh, first so one. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
And to our listeners out there, we, we hope that this has been a blessing to you. It certainly is a blessing to us. Until next time.